DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. to nap time with Ben Stowe. This is the time where you get to see exactly how Ben Stowe takes a nap after a busy day working in the in the shop. I'm all snuggled up here. Got my uh, Star Wars blanket. It's the uh, well, it's the late show. It's you know, I'm, show. I'm, I'm an hour later. It's my bedtime. So I just I thought I you know just kind of snuggle up and exactly you know you went and got the jammies on. So now you're ready to just crawl right into bed once we're done. What do you mean once we're done? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to answer the question. No, oh, I could, it, could lay down and be like a, like a, uh, you know, going to a shrink or something, you know? Wait, wait a second. Wait, okay. So, I've got two speakers. How does that make you feel? So, no, we'll go, we'll go flashback here to Nam a few years ago when you and I roomed together. Oh, yeah. So basically, Ben and I are rooming together, and I think we ended up talking like half the night about any and everything. Lights are off, and we're probably both half asleep, but we're still yapping about something. I don't remember any of what we talked about, but... <laughs> I don't even remember that night, to be honest with you. But, uh, just, I mean, I remember, I remember the night. I don't remember what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. We just were chatting about everything. So, yeah, tonight, tonight, tonight. Yeah, we'll all right, we'll get rid of the. My mother in law made this, by the way. Is that cool? That's that very is cool, really right? cool. Yeah, so that is awesome really nice. Mother in law, big fan. Uh, so, boy, that's a warm blanket. I, uh, <laughs> I know. No, I'm toasty. Too yeah, toasty. you are ready for the show. So tonight we're going to talk about, um, this is something that a lot of questions have been coming out on the different chat boards. So I wanted to talk about tonight's uh, topic, which is how to make a, my sound system better. And specifically, I wanted Ben to kind of focus on, there's a lot of, and I don't want to call them entry-level speakers, but they're the, the kind of the, the lower line in many of the speaker companies. Uh, in Electro Voice, the ZLX is kind of their starting point. Uh, right. QSC just came out with a uh, C... Was it CD series? Yeah, it's C something. Yeah, very low cost, uh, you know, yep. very, very inexpensive. And then I believe Yamaha's got a DBR. PV's got the dark. They're just a lot of the companies have kind of that starting that starting line. And people are using taking those out and are using those. And they're like finding out that there's they want to try to make those sound better or what it would take to make the, them sound better for a larger audience. So I figured we're going to take a few minutes and talk about that on tonight's show. If you are watching out on out on Facebook tonight, we also have a poll set up with the Facebook feed, and that poll is going to, it just wanted to find out, we're going to be doing this for the, the next uh, few shows here, the next few weeks, of what night, if we were going to have one night where we're going to have kind of a bigger streaming night of shows, what night is the best night for you? Is it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what have you? So if you're out on Facebook right now, there you go. It's a few of you are out there. Hit that uh, poll, and I'll be. Uh, we'll just be keeping track of that, and that's just kind of giving us some feedback on what's the best night of the week to do things because we have Christmas coming up, and we're going to be doing some really cool things this year for our Christmas shows. Okay, 
maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll bring my elf back. Uh, she's been she's been asking about when the next time she'll get to be on a show. Is, is it, so. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Well, you know, after she uh, after she uh, just completely uh, trashed my baking skills, I don't know if I'm ever bringing her back. <laughs> That was funny. I, everybody, everybody but me. <laughs> I, I don't know why. You, you, just, yeah, you know what? The, the, the worst part about it is she's right. You know, I mean, that's the worst part. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe no this, bring, we'll, we'll definitely bring her back. So. Maybe we should do a Christmas cookie sh- cooking show. Christmas cookie cooking show. It should be. Kind of, to, remember when Red Green did that uh, Thanksgiving show where he cooked the whole meal in the car on the way to the meal? It's worth a look. That anyway, would be, that would be. Okay, uh, Rick. I'm sorry, it just went live. I didn't. I didn't realize I needed to uh, click one more button to make the uh, the poll go live. So sorry, sorry, Ben. But yeah, that would be kind of cool to do it in the car. But then again, it would be as much fun as. Doing no, no, I'm it. not saying we would do it in the car. But I'm saying we could uh, we could do it. You know, I mean, that was Red Green's thing, right? We could yeah. do our thing. Maybe we could. Uh, well, I, I remember seeing uh, you know uh, a, a video where they cooked some bacon with some sharpies. You know, with some uh, sharpie lights. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a way we could probably do this. We can figure something out. I don't know. Maybe we'll just, you know what? Maybe we'll just do it in the kitchen. I think, I don't know. It would be safer, except, you know, then we, we have wives that are probably like, no, don't touch my kitchen. I mean, not that I've ever heard that. Let me rephrase. We won't do it in my kitchen. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll have to. We'll go rent a kitchen, a studio kitchen. kitchen. You know, maybe our local television, uh, you know, station, they have a cooking show. Maybe they'll let me borrow the set. I know the manager pretty well. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) We'll find out. So, so yeah, thank you guys for uh, uh, hitting the the poll out on Facebook. Uh, I see the votes coming in on that. Uh, So let us know on that. Even if you're on YouTube. I don't think I can share the link to get there. I have, just go to the facebook.com slash news and you'll see the live feed and you can answer the poll. So Ben, let's start off with um, uh, what generally happens when they're buying these speakers. And obviously you know this, but I'm just saying this for the, the benefit of the audience is yep. they're buying, they buy a couple of ZLX, whether they're buying 12 inch or 15. We're going to talk electro voice because that's what the, I'm the most familiar with. Um, I've, well, and they're a sponsor of the show, right? And they're a sponsor so. of the show. I wasn't going to have to really go there, but I was, you know, that, there's a, no, there's, there's I, I'm a, a fan of that. I think when, when a company uh, puts their money into supporting our industry, it's okay to support them back. You yeah, know? Yep. And I don't think we need to apologize for that. So we've got, they come in and they buy the ZLX or they buy the brand new ZLX Bluetooth versions that will allow you to connect your cell phone to the speaker. Okay, and... that might be taking the whole sponsorship thing too far now. See, I, you know. Wait, <laughs> I was one of the first ones to be spreading that word like when they, they had that. I was pretty excited about that. So, okay, so I'm fine. That so was, uh, that was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So we've got their their speakers and they're they're getting going and now they find out that they're doing a little bit larger events. So let's kind of go in stages of of how they could basically upgrade their sound, make their sound a little bit better after they start with the two speakers. Boy, that's a complicated question. Um, oh, come on now. And it, I think it depends on how much of an upgrade you're making in your show. You know, there's incremental upgrades. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's sort of like buying a uh, inexpensive compact car and trying to turn it into a NASCAR, you know, uh, I mean, you, you can, there's only so much you can do, you know, um, I mean, at some point, and I'm getting crazy here, you know, we could talk about replacing drivers in the box and replacing amplifiers. Well, at that point you have a new box, you know, and I know we're not talking about that. But I guess the point I'm trying to make here before I get into the what we can do incrementally is that these things are fundamentally different. Uh, you know, there are huge differences between ZLX and ETX, for example. And even if you go from ETX 
to like the touring class boxes, like, you know, X-Line Advance, massive difference, uh, mostly in durability, just because of the abuse this stuff takes on the road. Uh, another good example is the QRX218 sub and the X sub, which use the same drivers, but are completely different box. Uh, you know, one is a touring class box for a reason. Uh, and the stiffer box provides more output and all those kinds of things. And so I guess I just wanted to get that out of the way and say, at some point, there isn't anything you can do. You know, if, for example, you said, Ben, I'll give you all the ZLX you want, go do an arena show. I'd say, we're going down the wrong road. Yeah, it just you won't know? work. Yep. Yeah, it's just not going to work. You know, we need something built for the purpose. Uh, that said, though, the fundamental differences in these uh, lower quality, lower cost boxes and what makes them entry level boxes is you have drivers that are, you know, less robust. Uh, they're they're uh, not as good sounding drivers uh, and they're not as good a sounding box. Okay. You know, the whole thing is an assembly. The tuning, the processing, everything is just not quite there. And so there are things that we could do. Uh, and, and again, Electrovoice has done a great job. ZLX is a great bargain for what it is. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason they have four portable models, you know, ELX uh, above that, EKX, and then ETX. There's a reason that they cost more. Uh, so with ZLX, you know, for example, uh, and, I, and you know I'm fond of the saying, we have to have enough rig for our gig. Uh, and at some point, we're just going to run out of gas with these things. Yep, but for sure. We can improve the sound quality of them, maybe with uh, some external processing and, uh, you know, some some careful and knowledgeable use of that. Certainly having something like a graphic, uh, you know, a graphic EQ uh, or something like that where we could we could maybe touch up a few things that we don't like, uh, you know, as we get into that. We could accomplish a lot with that box. Um, now, when you're talking a graphic EQ now, I remember early on we used to have these things like these 30 band eq uh that would plug in we'd plug the the uh, feed in the signal in and then of course take it off to the amplifiers um something like that a, a person would be able to tweak the sound and get a little bit better sound out of it you think yeah you can kind of you know and again you can't you can't make it what it isn't but you know if there's some things that uh you know maybe we just need to touch up a little bit to uh, make that box a little better sounding uh certainly that's a that's a good thing you know what uh, just, just this last weekend, um, uh, I, I was doing sound for a, let's just say very, very well-known comedian, uh, who it was a sold out tent show. It was a show on a tent and this tent is 80 feet wide and 230 feet long. Goodness. Uh, yeah. So it was basically like a big circus tent virtually. Almost. Yeah. A big canvas, the hallway almost, you know, at 80 feet wide and 230 feet long. Uh, and, and there were 2,400 people in this tent. Um, and so we had, uh, not only, you know, video wall on stage and we had line array left and right of the stage, uh, eight boxes of, of EVs X2, but we also had a delay video wall, uh, about 130 feet back or so. Uh, so, you know, people could basically see the person on stage cause that person's 200 feet away. Uh, and then we, we actually took some EKX boxes, incredible that we could use a box as inexpensive. I mean, really a DJ level box at EKX. And we used those as delay fills for the line array. Hmm. Now, again, there was an incredible pronounced difference between what was coming out of the line array and what was coming out of EKX. Sure. You know, standing 10 feet back of the EKX and 110 feet back of the line array, you still heard the line array. You know, there's hmm. a reason it cost what it costs. Sure. Uh, that said, 
we did very little work. EKX is a great sounding box. We did very little work on EKX, touched up just a little bit, and it covered, uh, you know, we used those to cover like the back 60 feet. And uh, I mean, those people heard amazingly well. There was, a, there was compliments, mm -hmm. uh, raving compliments from everybody. So there's an example maybe where, you know, we took a box that is completely outclassed by the boxes it's paired with, and we used them to augment a bigger gig, you know? Sure. And I guess that leads me to, to getting back to our ZLX is that when they buy the tops, then, uh, you know, the question becomes is, is adding subs going to be a good option to uh, run with those speakers or do they, is that the next step? Adding subs is always a good idea. There's no replacement for a sub. People say, well, I'm going to get a 15 instead of a 12. And you will get more low frequency out of a 15 than a 12. But boy, there is no replacement for a sub. And your top is going to work so much uh, less. You're going to take a lot of strain off that top. A lot of that you know, high energy, low frequency output is going to go away. Uh, you'll be amazed at how much louder your tops can go, how much more you can push that top box uh, when you add a sub, and just how much more full and robust your whole sound is going to be. Um, now, your mileage may vary, but boy, I'll tell you, uh, just like I'm a, a, a sucker for good coffee and I'm a connoisseur of sorts, I mean, I'm, I'm a spoiled brat when it comes to my coffee. I'm kind of getting that way with sound, uh, you know, and there's just times you can't, you know, we used to say it on the farm, you can't put lipstick on a pig, you know. Uh, so, I mean, you can, I guess. I had friends that did it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you know, it was Friday night on the farm, you know, whatever you're going to do, you know, but uh <laughs> I wasn't there. I, I think we're headed down a rabbit hole. We don't want to go down. Yeah. So, um, where were we? Subs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so getting a subs well, and now, the, so the question becomes: Is now if they buy a twelve-inch top in their in that series, can they put a twelve-inch? Because uh, you know, Electric Voice just came out with the um, the EKX two hundred, the new twelve-inch sub, which, by the way, for a twelve-inch sub is incredible. Uh, oh, it's with, amazing! Uh, yeah. Amazing what they did with that. Um, can they put, would that be a, a good, is something that could happen? I guess is probably the thing. Would you recommend that as a thing, as a possibility, or is it something where a 12, 12 inch top speaker should probably be matched up with something larger? Yes. Okay, great. It, it depends. Thank you. Uh, so let's start with adding a 12 inch sub. Uh, you will notice a substantial difference in the sound of a 12-inch sub over a 12-inch two-way okay. because it is a sub. And again, this just really reinforces my point. There's no replacement for a sub. You know, that 12 in the top is being asked to do a lot of things. That 12 in the sub is being asked to do one thing. Uh, and so there's a very clear difference in the output. And adding a 12-inch sub will certainly fill out the bottom end of that sound. It will sound very much more full and robust. Uh I feel like the 12 top would undoubtedly run away from that 12 sub though. I mean, sure. at some point it's not going to be able to keep up. So if you're looking for, you know, just overall high SPL and you're looking for boosting that SPL, I wouldn't go that road. Uh, I really love the voicing of the, uh, you know, like EKX 12 or the, even the ZLX 12 over a EKX 18 sub. Uh, but even the new ELX 218 sub, you know, so take that ZLX over the ELX 218 sub and wow, you got a whole new rig, a whole new rig. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you could go to the EKX 15, uh, although I think it's actually heavier than the ELX 18. And again, physics dictates thicker wood, stiffer box, more base. You know, that's why, you know, as you start moving up the food chain, that that ET ETX sub is so much heavier. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a 18 millimeter birch. It's not MDF, that sort of thing. Physics is real. There's just no there's no cheating physics here. You know, 
I mean, loudspeakers have been around for a long time. We've, we've had plenty of time to figure this out. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, uh, it, a, in adding any sub is going to make substantial improvement. And if you're looking to get the most out of that rig, uh, I would say an 18 uh, without a doubt. And uh, maybe even a pair of 18s, depending on what we're trying to accomplish. And You'd be is, surprised at how much more that top can outrun a sub. So th that was, and that's where I was headed to next is a single Sorry, sub or, or the, the two. So um, the advantage of going to the second sub would be that it would be able to keep up with the tops just a little bit more. Yeah, you know, and I'll tell you what you find is uh, your, your, uh, your base is a lot smoother when your subs aren't working as hard. You know, I love having more drivers than necessary. Uh, it just, it just, everything smooths out, you know, it just, that rig isn't working as hard. Uh, it just, it just comes easier, you know? And again, for the guys who were at arm DJs, uh, two years ago, uh, we had that live band, we had, uh, two ETX 18s and one ETX 12 per side. And, uh, it was more than adequately loud. We were, we were crushing it in that tent. Uh, and then they brought the rig inside and DJs were playing on it. And we're just blown away by it. Uh, I, uh, we did an outdoor festival where we had six ETX 18 subs per side and two ETX 35 piece per side. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, especially when you look at the price difference, you know, between a touring rig and that incredible what you're getting. And so when we scale that back to even like ZLX over an ELX 218 sub or a pair of those, uh, that's a stunningly good system for very little money. You know, I mean, realistically, I, I mean, somebody pointed out, for example, uh, I'm kind of jumping around here. Yep. So follow the bouncing ball. That is really good coffee, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just delivered a few minutes ago, by the way, for those of you wondering. Uh, yeah, you got me up late, so I'm heavily caffeinated. But uh, to put this in perspective, um, and, and, you know, this isn't to put anybody down for their budget or anything like that. That's not at all the point here. Uh, it's just a matter of perspective. Uh because, you know, we just got done talking about how good you can do with an entry-level series box like ZLX, uh, you know, over an ELX sub. But the ETX rig that had 12 subs and four tops, six per side and, uh, you know, under two per side, cost less than one amplifier rack for the touring rig on the main stage at this festival. That's perspective. One rack of amplifiers costs more than that entire powered rig. And so, that's stunning what it produces, you know, I mean, that's just stunning what it produces when put into perspective. Um, and so when we scale that back to something like uh, ZLX over the ELX sub, you've got very little money invested. And I know I, I realize that's a relative term. Uh, you're talking to a guy who used to make lights out of coffee cans. So I know what no money yeah. is. Okay. But in the real world, and this is the real world, that is very, very little money to put into a rig, you know, Let's continue on here because we're going to – tonight's show is going to be a little bit shorter and we're going to have uh, – uh, Brian Red is going to oh, jump I'm just on. getting caffeinated, though. Oh, no, no, I just no, no, hopped no, no. off. We're going to get you before – that's why I'm, I'm we concerned. Could, I'm we could go for hours just I like know, that's We can why keep we're talking. Get up before that caffeine kicks in. Um, uh, uh, Peter mentioned or asked a question, and this is, this is one of them on my list of questions with the subs, is that the ZLX does not have in the settings into the DSP, it doesn't have the settings for the EKX sub or the ELX 200 sub. So we have to go and set a crossover point. What would you recommend? Is there a crossover point you'd recommend for a 12-inch top speaker to a sub or 15-inch top speaker? Say, I'd probably say 100. And notably, uh, I'm 99% sure the new ELX sub does have the ZLX in its settings. Oh, okay. But, you know, really no harm in just, you know, going with 100. And, uh, you know, pick a 
excuse me, pick a hundred on both boxes. And uh, I would say that's a really good starting point. And that wouldn't matter if it's a 12 inch top or a 15 inch top. Not for me. I really don't want my sub. To, I mean, maybe you could go even a little lower with the 15 if you want. Uh, it depends on which sub I've got and which one I want to be doing the workload. You know, uh, depends on what I'm hearing. Uh, you know, I could maybe go to 90. Uh, you know, I mean, um, it really does depend on the boxes in your ear. By comparison, by the way, my my X2 line array 12s, it's a 12-inch driver in those line array tops. They're crossed over at 80. Uh, but again, if you see this driver and you look at the, the B for this driver and you compare it to what's in a ZLX, there's just a clear difference. You know, and there must be something that's taking then the mid frequencies that 12 must not be being asked to do all the mids and such. It is, really? but there's an awesome mid band waveguide over the 12 and it's an incredible engineering design, you know, and again, mm -hmm. I've said this, I'm sort of switching gears now, but the Evolve is the only column that I'm aware of that has waveguides in front of it. And that's the same technology they use to make that mid-band driver uh, or that 12, which is really a low-frequency driver, a mid-low, sound like a mid-band driver in the X2. And it's amazing how clear the vocals are. Uh, it's amazing how we just don't really have any loss in that reproductive area. Uh, and then there's a pair of ND6 high frequencies in there, uh, you know, also on waveguides. So um, it is, but there's some, there's some physics magic that makes that happen. Um, anyway, back to, uh, you know, to like the ZLX, that's a pretty lightweight driver in there. So I would say a hundred is probably a safe thing. Sure. Sure. And is there a point now, I think if I remember correctly, there was a settings like 80, a hundred and maybe 120. Is there a time where maybe like the, with the 12 inch sub, uh, subwoofer that going up to 120 wouldn't be a good idea. Is that ever a concern or does that really not matter? You know, of course they put the setting in there for a reason, uh, you know, but I, I can't think of a scenario where I'd ever go that high with my sub. Okay. You know, I, I, you know, again, it's going to, it depends. Uh, maybe if I've got a really underachieving top and a really overachieving sub, uh, you know, if my sub doesn't sound bad at 120, I mean, you know, these boxes are tuned. So I don't know. I, I kudos to them for putting it in there. So you got some options, but I, I, I don't really like going over a hundred with a sub personally. Last question in this, and then we'll, we'll wrap up when we were talking, of course, we have our ZLX tops that we purchased when we first started out, we've done some shows. We needed a subwoofer. Would you recommend that they would, cause this is, this was the, so where there, should they go to the one step up in the uh, ELX world and grab a sub because they eventually want to get to the EKX type sound system. That seems to be a really sweet spot for DJs. Or would oh, you recommend incredible value for DJs? Again, EKX was big enough for a, a national touring act as a, as a delay fill. Uh, it's, it's probably the best value out there for DJs. I mean, uh, just the box keeps impressing me. Um, but to your question, again, it depends. I think it depends on where you're going. You know, certainly if you see yourself going to EKX, then it makes sense to get EKX. If you see yourself going to ETX, uh, then maybe you're throwing good money after bad and you should just yeah. go to ETX. You know, you can use an ETX sub with a ZLX top. Uh, obviously, that's a, that's a bit of a mismatch. Well, you're just not going to work that sub that hard. You know, you can just dial that sub back a bit. Um, but I think it, you have to look at your roadmap for where you're going. And mm -hmm. you know what? Um, I've got a lot of different boxes. Uh, and, and so sometimes it's not even a matter of what you're now. I realize, you know, we're talking about DJs, but a lot of DJs do different size gigs and a lot of DJs do some production work and whatnot. So I think this fits. 
maybe you have a ZLX rig and then you start building another rig, you know, and it depends. Maybe you can deploy two rigs at once. Uh, so there's a lot of factors here, I think. Yeah, and, that, and that's been kind of the common thing is that do they go to, they want to get to the e, the EKX as the example. So do they buy subs to go with their ZLX or do they save their money and just buy going to the uh, EKX tops and then run the tops by themselves and then add the subs down the line as they're, it's really kind of cool when you have DJs who are being very, very concerned about, they, they want to be paying basically cash for things and not putting it on credit card and doing things. So it's neat to see, it's just wanting to recommend a logical and uh, responsible, really, I guess is probably the word I'm looking for, uh, methodology for them to grow and expand their sound system. Well, I don't think there's a right answer here, but I I'll give this answer uh, with the disclaimer that it's just an answer. I don't think there's a right answer. I think if it were me, okay, if it were me and I only had tops and I was wondering uh, how, I how I was eventually going to get into EKX, uh, I think the first thing I would do is add the subs. Okay. Because you know, again, I think that I, I think every rig should have subs. That is my opinion. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, I think I would say I need to add subs first, and then I can add the tops. Uh, of course, if you can do it all at once, well, kudos to you. Good, you know. Uh, but I don't see a lot to be gained from replacing ZLX tops with EKX tops and still not having subs. Uh, you're going to get more output by adding the subs first. Now, clear difference in the sound quality. You know, ZLX yeah. sounds good. EKX sounds great. You know, uh, so there it is. You yeah. know, well, there you we go. So go ahead, John. I'm sorry. I, I think I think we've covered our bases. We've talked about kind of a progression from your 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 beginning, the first set of speakers you have, and the parties you're doing, and kind of walked through the process or progress to moving up to a larger system that could do more more events, cover more people, give a better sound quality. Well, I want everybody to know that I walked that walk. Um, you know, I, I had a set of speakers from a brand that I don't even, I don't think it is a brand, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, I think we've, we've all been down that road. Uh, and you know, I, again, I, I know it's easy to say, well, you should just go out and buy the best thing, but that's not reality for a lot of people. And so I think this is a very real process. And, you know, I, I think the key thing here is just to be thinking about where the road leads. Uh, it's very difficult to chart a course if you don't know where you're starting and you don't know where you're going. Uh, but once you can identify those two things, uh, then you can start to lay down a roadmap that makes sense. Uh, and again, uh, and I, I know people are going to laugh when I say this, uh, and uh, maybe some of their significant others are not going to laugh when I say this, but you can never have too many speakers, you know? <laughs> yes. you know? It's just, these are assets. You know, these are things that can go out and make you money, you know? Uh, and either in rentals, you know, dry rentals, uh, you know, additional uh, opportunities, but you know, this, this should not be just, you know, wantonly spending money. Uh, this, this should not be a drag on your personal finances. This should not be, you know, my wife loves it when I buy gear, you know, and I know you're probably going, yeah, right. No, she does because the gear makes money. Mm -hmm. The gear pays for the things in this household. Uh, and that's what gear should do. So think about your gear in that way to say, how am I going to add to my arsenal? How am I going to add to my inventory so that these assets can be used to make me more money? Ultimately, that's what I want for you. Uh, one, because I, I want you to be successful personally. And two, successful customers are better customers. You know, my best customers are very successful. Uh, they, they value and appreciate me. And, you know, they place orders and they're not in that, that difficult situation where they're, you know, maybe they can't place an order they need to place. You know, so of course I want you to be successful.
Yep, that that is good. That's a good way to wrap it up. So I uh, thank you guys for being with us tonight. If you were out on Facebook and voted on which night, we're going to be putting that, uh, that uh, up every night here for a couple of weeks just to see which is going to be the best. And we'll be back, of course, next Tuesday night with Ben Still, probably at the regular time. We're not sure. It just depends, you know, if there's a, a Star Wars festival going on or if there's... Oh, I think we're good for next week. Okay, I could uh, double check. Let's see. What is next week? Is the 9th? Uh, I think we're good. There's... Uh, we have uh, some stuff going on, but I'll be able to... Excellent. You know... So I have a funny story for you if you if you want to. Yeah, I think it's funny if you want to if you want to hear it. <laughs> yep, and we'll wrap up with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, a, a very dear friend of mine, uh, uh, just a wonderful musician and a wonderful human being, uh, just released a CD, and uh, he worked very hard on it. He's very proud of it. And uh, sort of really kind of last minute, I was asked to uh, mix mix for his CD release party, which was at a church uh, about an hour away from where I live. And uh, they have a good system there, uh, and and their their engineer, their house engineer there is a is a very good friend of mine. He's a great guy, uh, but you know uh, he had kind of his hands full, and and uh, they said, you know, could you just jump in? And so this is really last minute. I didn't really get any time, uh, you know, with the band. Uh, I kind of got there about an hour before the thing, uh, the, the the event started, uh, and so we ran through a couple quick songs. I got in there, just kind of touched up the board a little bit, you know. So it doesn't really take you long, you know, uh, to kind of get a workflow. Well, anyway, uh, one of his uh, backup vocalists uh, he had had he had enlisted for this. Uh, I overheard her saying, "You're just gonna let him go up there, and you're just gonna let him go up there and touch those knobs, just like you know who who what do you you know." Uh, anyway, and and the, the the house engineer said, "You know, I'm, I'm let him do whatever he wants, you know, kind of thing." And anyway, I guess uh, she really uh, didn't know who this guy was that was up there fiddling with knobs and why, you know, that they, they, they're more, a little more guarded with their soundboard at the church, I think, you know, and I don't know. I was humored by and it. You, you, know, you so. must've been wearing your, your shifty looking t-shirt that day. And <laughs> well, I just wasn't there. I wasn't their guy, I guess, <laughs> you know, and uh, they're protective anyway, of their gear. I, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the, the anonymity, if yes, you will. There you, you are. Uh, I really enjoyed just kind of being this, random guy and and uh and i enjoyed the scrutiny yeah. uh, of you know what's that guy doing what's he what, what <laughs> Don't, he'll break things get him away <laughs> yeah you know it was uh it was interesting and then i think my friend told her uh uh my friend who's the engineer at the church i think he told her who i am and what i what i do and and uh that's sort of yeah there's a little, little she was a little timid after that but anyway so <laughs> That sounds sounds good. We'll wrap up on that. Thank you guys for being with us. Was that uh, not as funny as I thought it was? I, it, I was, thought it, was, it, was it was a cute story. I've, but we've you've told me versions of that before. So I mean, it's not. I guess like, yeah, well, it happens from time to time. It does you know, happen I, from time time to time, and and it's it's makes us chuckle. Those of us who know you, what you do, and your ability, and your skills, and that's in that arena. But well, you know, the, maybe dude, one of the other funny parts. I know you want to keep this short, uh, and and uh, we can tell stories offline. But was uh, a couple who attends the church came up and said said. Oh, that mix was amazing. That was really fantastic. That everything sounded so good. What are you doing on Sunday? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your guy. You know, no, no, you got no. a guy. He's a good friend of mine. He's a very good engineer. Uh, I'm not your guy. He'll take care of me uh, on Sunday. All right. Thanks, Ben. Uh, gang, we'll be back in about five minutes with Brian Red tonight. Good.